Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcast, the weekly NFL predicting podcast. This week predicting week 17, the penultimate week of the 2023 NFL season. And so, man, another season is almost coming to a close. That does mean postseason football, which I'm kind of excited for. But at the same time, this season went by far too quick and I didn't really get to enjoy it and makes me kind of sad you know this was a special season but you know there's always next season and that's gonna be pretty cool so yeah and just before I get started my weekly disclaimer this podcast is not going to be I'm responsible for any of those that's going on thanks in this podcast now without further ado let's get started looking at last week's games so the Bills Barely beat the Chargers, 24-22. Very surprising that it was that close. Um, and that really sticks it to Brandon Staley, because the week after they fire him, after being blown out, they nearly beat the Bills, which is kind of crazy. The Jets staved off a comeback from the Commanders. The Lions clinched their first NFC North division title in history against the Vikings. And their first division title since 1993, when they won the Central Division, back when there were 31 teams. Or actually, at that point it would have been probably 30, because the Browns were gone? Or maybe the Browns were still there. No, because then there would be the Ravens. I don't know. It was a while ago, and yeah, there wasn't even... NFC North back then. They won the NFC Central, which has been gone since 2002. The Browns beat the Texans, kind of unsurprising. The Packers beat the Panthers, but nearly lost, 33-20. The Titans barely beat the Seahawks, which speaks to how overrated the Seahawks are, but they still lost, 17-20. Falcons beat the Titans after... I think coming off of a loss to the Panthers, or maybe that was a few weeks ago, 29-10. The Buccaneers destroyed the Jaguars, who are in kind of a slump right now, 30-12. The Dolphins surprisingly beat the Cowboys, 20-20. The Bears beat the Cardinals, 27-16, because the Cardinals suck. The Patriots just beat the Broncos, 26-23, and... Russell Wilson is now benched after some disputes with the teams. The Raiders pulled off the upset against the Chiefs. And the Ravens blew out the 49ers, 33-19. Now on Thursday, the Browns beat the Jets. Um, pretty predictable, but the 20 points put up by the Jets is, was not predictable. Again, but it's a lot less impressive when you... Consider that only seven of those points, like only one touchdown was scored by a Jets offense. The other touchdown was a pick six and then the two field goals. And to, earlier today, the Cowboys barely beat the Lions 20-19. to So now on to this week and tomorrow, my favorite team. The hometown Rams going up against the Giants. And the Rams 
have a pretty good injury list. It's two people. It's Trey Tomlinson, who's out, and Joe Noteboom, who's questionable. Think about it. That's a terrible injury list because that means more of Darian Kendrick. Trey Tomlinson has been much better than Darian Kendrick. Kendrick will probably ultimately be released in a year or two because he sucks. While Tomlinson will probably become a good corner if he stays healthy. For the Giants, Deontay Banks and Wandale Robinson are questionable. Uh, Lawrence Cager is doubtful. And this is an interesting game. The Rams are probably one of the scariest teams in the NFC right now. They're probably capable of beating just about any team in there. The Giants are terrible and capable of beating no one. But my classmates who are Giants fans would have you believe otherwise. Still, this is not even going to be a close game in my opinion. The Rams are just so much better. And, like, they're one of the best teams in the league right now. At age 7, after the bye, they have, like, one loss. And that's just crazy. They've gone, like, 4-1 and one after the bye. Like, the only loss was in overtime in a poorly officiated game against the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, that's pretty good. They, they could go very far this year. Giants are 5-10. and 10. They've been eliminated forever. And, like, and so there's no chance for the Giants here. Rams... 35, Giants, 10. Matthew Stafford, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Kyron Williams, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, a touchdown. Uh, Puka Nakua, two touchdowns and 110 yards. And whoever they got starting for the Giants, two interceptions. And Rams defense is going to hold strong. Now, Cardinals, Eagles. The Cardinals have been kind of sliding, but... I mean, the Eagles have been kind of sliding, but then against the Cardinals. So, and the Cardinals will be without Marquise Brown, who is out. They will also be without Lucky Fotu and Jonathan Ledbetter, who are also out. Kyler Murray... Owen Papoli, Bobby Price, and Garrett Williams are questionable for this game. For, for the Eagles, Zach Cunningham is questionable, and Darius Slay is once again out. Definite Eagles victory. This won't even be close. Jalen Hurts, 300 yards, four touchdowns. This happened a lot last season. In a 31-6 to game against the terrible Cardinals, the still terrible Cardinals, Kyler Murray, if he plays three interceptions. He's just not he's not good at football. Raiders Colts. Antonio Pierce is coaching. Like he is going for the coaching spot. The Colts are in the playoff race, but so are the Raiders. He is going. He's trying to be head coach. You know, the Raiders should have had Rich Bisaccia, they should have kept him. But 
I think they might not make the same mistake again hiring a big name coach and I think they might actually end up keeping Antonio Pierce because he's been great this season after the uh, McDaniels incident. And he destroyed the Chargers and beat the Chiefs. He is rising and he's being a great interim coach right now. And he may keep the job. And, you know, having Pierce is a huge plus despite having a worse record than the Colts. And they do have some injuries for the Raiders. Jermaine Elwemnor is questionable. Josh Jacobs is doubtful. Andre James questionable. And Michael Mayer is out. For the Colts, Cameron McGrone, DJ Montgomery, Michael Pittman, and Braden Smith are questionable. Zach Moss is out yet again. With Michael Pittman, he's still struggling with that concussion. He did have, I think, like a relapse of symptoms when right before he went up against Atlanta. And so, that was a tough hit, and Monte Kaizee has been suspended and fined a lot. So, you know, that was a big hit, and, you know, it is ultimately on the quarterback for making his receiver lay out like that to be hit like that. I think not a lot of atten- not enough attention is given to stupid hospital passes thrown by backup quarterbacks. I mean, just last year, Cooper Cup got hurt on a terrible pass by a terrible backup quarterback who will never be seen again playing for the Rams. And so that really needs to be, you know, examined and coaches need to be more on don't do that. That's something for the film room. Who do I think will win? Ultimately, I think the Raiders. The Raiders' defense is just so strong, especially with, you know, Max Crosby. Everything has been going right for them lately. And the Colts just lost to the Falcons, so they have nothing going for them. Definitely, Raiders were the two-sack performance for Max Crosby. They'll win 27-17. Saints-Bucks. Yeah, so the Saints came out with a lot of hype, you know. They got Derek Carr, who was like supposed to be like a franchise quarterback or something like that. He is not. He's He has not played well at all recently. And... You know, they are 7-8, and eight, Bucks are 8-7, and seven, and I think the Bucks are just better. And the Saints, in terms of injuries, Isaiah Foskey, Condre Miller, and Peyton Turner are questionable. Ryan Ramchick and Lonnie Johnson are out. The loss of a tackle is not great, especially going up against the Bucks. Speaking of the Bucks, Shaq Barrett is out, so... They won't be able to take full advantage of that injury on the offensive line. Carlton Davis, Mike Green, Kim Jarrett, and Co. Cleft or Kieft are 
out. And I definitely think the Buccaneers will win it. I no question they'll win it. Twenty eight to thirteen. They've just been doing pretty well this year. Falcons Bears. I don't know, both teams can win this, especially because the Falcons only have Caleb McGarry at listed as questionable on their injury report. Meanwhile, for the Bears, Cole Komet is questionable. Darnell Mooney is out. Lucas Patrick is questionable. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Bad injuries there. Now, the Bears do have, you know, Justin Fields and Cleo Herbert and, you know, DJ Moore. They could do some damage to the Falcons. Falcons did just blow out the Colts, but then again, it's the Colts and... If you lose to the Falcons, you're not really that good of a team anyway. So, definitely, the Bears have been rising a bit. And they will be in possession of their number one pick, probably. So, just a little side thing. I think they do have a shot to win it. On the last second field goal for a win... 23-21 for the Bears. Titans, Texans. The Titans nearly beat the Seahawks, but then again, the Seahawks aren't even good. For And for injuries, Trey Avery, Marlon Davidson are questionable. Kayla McFarley is out. And then Will Anderson Jr., Malik Collins, Steven Nelson, and Sheldon Rankins are questionable for the Texans, while Jonathan Grenard is out. But C.J. Stroud is listed as having full participation in practice, no game status, no specification of injury, so he will probably play. He'll be playing. And they will destroy They'll absolutely wreck the Titans. 35-13. C.J. Stroud, four touchdown passes, 300 yards. 49ers, Commanders, definitely 49ers play, are going to win this one. Even though Eric Armstead is out. Also, they have Aaron Banks, questionable. Jair Brown out. Ross Dwelly out. Danny Green questionable. John Jennings out. John Mason questionable. Jalen Moore out. Amory Thomas questionable. The Commanders have Percy Butler, Kendall Fuller, Tyler Larson, Charles Leno Jr., and Benjamin St. Just out, while Andrew Wiley is questionable with an elbow injury. Definitely the 49ers. Brock Purdy hoping to bounce back from his horrible four-interception game. And the Commanders are done. They're 4-11. and You know, higher draft pick if they lose. Like, they won't even try. So, I yeah, the 49ers are absolutely going to wreck them with five sacks. And... A 
14 score. Two touchdowns from Purdy and at least two from McCaffrey. McCaffrey will have a game with over 170 scrimmage yards and uh, two rushing and one receiving touchdown. So, yeah, they will definitely win 35 to 14. Panthers versus the Jaguars. There's no question. The Panthers are going to lose this game. For them, Equano, Marcus Haynes, J.C. Horn, and Frankie Louvre are questionable. Troy Hill is out with a concussion. For the Jaguars, Zay Jones, Walker Little, Cam Robinson, Brandon Strange are questionable. Trevor Lawrence is out. So... Maybe they won't win then against the Panthers, and I expect this to be a low-scoring 20-14 stinker of a game. Dolphins, Ravens. The Ravens will be wearing a uniform combination they've never lost in, and they need that luck as they've somehow inexplicably lost to the Dolphins in their past two seasons. And... For the Dolphins, Lester Cotton, Liam Eikenberg, Javon Holland, Zayvon Howard, Austin Jackson, Raheem Mostert, or questionable Jalen Waddle will be out for this game. For the Ravens, Jalen Armour Davis is out. Zay Flowers, Kyle Hamilton, Delshawn Phillips, Brandon Stevens, and David Zeit and Kevin Zeitler are questionable. The potential losses of Flowers and uh, Hamilton are scary, especially Hamilton going up against Tua and Tyreek Hill. And so it won't be a one-on-one because, you know, he's a safety and everything. But also Zay Flowers is Patrick Mahomes' number one guy right now, or he's getting to be. So if he doesn't play, they'll have to fall back on OBJ. They will definitely try to get these players in the game as hard as they can because they probably can't win without them. If Zay Flowers and Kyle Hamilton play, they'll win. If they don't, they won't win. And this is probably going to be a high-scoring game, but then again, the Ravens just shut down a really good offense, so we'll see how this goes. I think that Tua, under 250 yards and an interception against this great defense and two sacks by this also great defense, at least half of a sack by Matabike. And I think this will definitely be a game going for the Ravens. Maybe uh maybe thirty four twenty eight at two touchdowns passing one rushing from Jackson and yeah thirty four twenty eight. 
For 11 Patriots, Bills at 9 and 6. For the Patriots, Christian Barmore, uh, Miles Bryant, Hunter Henry, and, and Fernie Jen Jennings, Jonathan Jones, Jabril Peppers, Matthew Slater, and Sean Wade are questionable. Juju Smith Schuster's out. And there's the board to note if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, I mean, Slater doesn't play. Uh, their punt return, their punt coverage is horrible. For the Bills, AJ Epinesa, DeMar Hamlin, Daquan Jones, and Justin Shorter are questionable. I do want to point out that DeMar Hamlin shouldn't get Comeback Player of the Year because, like, let's face it, he hasn't done anything. Like, yay, he's alive and that's a miracle, but he hasn't really done anything. He's just not good. And he's definitely not better than Poyer and Hyde. Anyway, the Bills are definitely winning this game. They are thumping the Patriots. 27 to 13. Steelers, Seahawks, Steelers defense, even though Micah Minka Fitzpatrick is out, uh, and Mason Rudolph will start. Seahawks, bad team, but they can make stuff happen. So Kenny Pickett is questionable, but he will not be starting as Mason Rudolph will. Landon Roberts and Trent Thompson are out. For the Seahawks, Jamal Adams is out, kind of a problem. Nick Ballore, Jordan Brooks. D.K. Metcalf, Kenneth Walker III, and Devon Witherspoon are questionable. Frank Clark, Mario Edwards, and Dwayne Eskridge are out, as well as Jason Peters. So, I think three sacks from the Steelers' defense and an interception. It's going to be low scoring. I do think the Seahawks will edge them out uh, 17-14. And, yeah, I just, if the Seahawks lose a game, if the Seahawks somehow lose this game and the Rams win, which they will, then the Rams clinch a playoff spot. If the Seahawks lose just one game, they will probably end up losing because the Rams do have a good chance of winning out. And even if they lose to the Niners and beat the uh, Giants, they will definitely beat the Giants. And the Seahawks lose Steelers and beat whoever they've got next week, the Cardinals. Then due to the tiebreaker because of the 2-0 sweep by the Rams over the Seahawks, the Rams will get in, Seahawks won't. And that will be quite fun. So, 5 and 10 Chargers, 7 and 8 Broncos. Broncos absolutely winning, especially with the Chargers' injuries. I mean, Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, and Josh Palmer are out. Nick Williams, Kenneth Murray, and Tanner Muse are doubtful. Nick Vinette and Dion Leonard are questionable. 
That is horrible. Also, it's becoming really apparent how much the Chargers shouldn't have let Duke Tranquil go. That's been horrible for them. And it's been great for the team that picked him up, which I believe is the Ravens. For the Broncos, Baron Brown and Greg Dulcich. Alex Pasheski and Cortland Sutton are out, while Dwayne Washington and Marvin Mims Jr. are questionable. Yeah, absolute W for the Broncos, because the Chargers just suck. Easton Stick will be starting. And, you know, he's not terrible. He hasn't been that terrible. But I'll tell you, the Chargers are just not good. Although, Brandon Staley not being there is absolutely huge. I still don't think they have it in them to win. I think they just have a 24-21 loss in them. With Easton Stick throwing at least one touchdown, though. I'm on the bright side. Bengals, Chiefs. So Jamar Chase is questionable, so is Jalen Davis. For the Chiefs, CEH, Nicole Hardman, Isaiah Pacheco, and Legarius Need are questionable. Kadarius Tony and Donovan Smith are out. Honestly, Kadarius Tony has been kind of a liability. Having him out is probably for the best for the Chiefs. And they're going against the Jake Browning Bengals, but I think they will win. Barely 27-24. The Packers are going up against the Vikings. And I don't know. I think I'll I'll be forced to go Packers for this one. Although, here's the thing. No, I will go Vikings for the sole reason that Jair Alexander is suspended by the team for uh, being stupid at the coin toss. And so Justin Jefferson is going up against a rookie. Also, quick tangent. For those of you confused by why Alexander is suspended, he was stupid at a coin toss. Was he in sportsmanlike? No. Did he almost cost the team a possession? Yeah. So the way it works is when a team elects to defer, they decide to make their choice at the second half. So each team actually gets to make a choice of whether to kick or receive. Theoretically, a team could elect to uh, receive, and then the other team elects to, to receive first half, and then the other team elects to kick off second half. It just never happens, right? So by deferring, you have to say you defer... Uh, because it means you're deferring your choice to the second half. You get to choose whether to kick or receive in the second half. By saying at the start of the first uh, half, after the coin toss, will kick, or in Alexander's case, I want the defense on the field, or something to that effect, it means that you're electing to kick off first half and the other team can elect to receive second half.
That's why I have to say you defer because each team actually does get a choice of whether to start the ball, of whether to kick or receive the ball to start the second half. To start each half by just... But by deferring, you're allowing the other team to make their choice at the start of the game and you will make your choice, which will probably be to receive at the start of the second half, not quarter, third quarter. So, he was stupid, nearly caused the team in possession by saying he wanted the defense on the field. Thankfully for the Packers, the ref corrected him, and in a one-score game, or the ref clarified with him and said, you mean you want to defer? And he said, yeah. That was lucky because it was one score game and the Packers could have absolutely lost that game had the ref not stepped in to help. So for uh, quote, conduct detrimental to the team, Alexandra suspended, which is quite detrimental to the team because, you know, they are punishing him by not paying him, but, you know, the whole Justin Jefferson thing and Alexander Matt. Madison, like, there will be a rookie on Justin Jefferson, and that is a huge problem. Aside from the Packers' injuries, which are Devondre Campbell and Luke Musgrave being doubtful, uh, Luke Tenuta is also doubtful, so is Christian Watson and Emmanuel Wilson. A.J. Dillon, Kingsley, and a Enigbare, Elgton Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Owens, Jaden Reed, Robert Rochelle, Darnell Savage, Terendel, Tadero Slayton, Quay Walker, and Ontavian Wicks, questionable. Long injury list there. Potentially problematic if A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones both don't play. For the Vikings, Jordan Addison. Oh, by the way, when I said Alexander Madison, I meant Jordan Addison. Sorry. Um, I meant this guy, who is questionable. The guy Blackman, also questionable. So Troy Die. So is Troy Die. Um, David Jackson, Byron Murphy, Jalen Naylor, and Jacqueline Roy are out. So, yeah, I do think that the Vikings will win by three in a 33-30 game because, you know, Justin Jefferson will not be matched up against Jair Alexander. So, yeah, that's a huge problem, especially when you're in the playoff hunt. I think it might have been a terrible decision to suspend the guy. So, and I do think that Justin Jefferson will have 150-plus yards, two touchdowns. That will be a problem. Anyway, that is the end of this episode. Um, Happy New Year's to all who are listening. And on New Year's Day, I will be making some content. I'll be making an episode I've been wanting to make for a while. And maybe a different version of it. We'll see. Uh, 
you might want to hear that one. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. You'll hear more of me next episode.